obviously Vietnam is very famous for its food. The food here is absolutely delicious. What are your top three Vietnamese foods? You know, it's funny because there's, there's a the, my favorite foods, like my go-to foods, are like quite simple uh, dishes. Like right now, I'm on a on a mi wang kick, right? I just found a spot in my neighborhood, and it's just like. And the funny thing, I, I was never into mi wang. Like I tried it when I first moved to Vietnam, and I was like, oh, I was all right, you know. And then. I guess my palate has just changed because I've been just eating so much Vietnamese food. And then I had someone I was in Hue doing that that show. And I was like, oh, this is good. So I found a place right in my neighborhood. So I love that. It's like noodles. Well, I guess it's cumin or something like that. And chicken. Oh, and, sure, yeah. and I think it's one of these things, if you get a good one, it's good, right? Because yeah. like Vietnamese food is not homogenous. It's right. not all equal. Like You can have yeah. good pho and you can have bad pho. Right. But I guess you need to taste a lot of it to, to know what's... Yeah. What's good and what's bad? Yeah, and mi wang is like a central dish. It's not. It's like it's from. I think it's from Da Nang, so it's not like mm. hugely popular in Saigon. Not as like ubiquitous as like pho or something mm. like that. You know. So mi wang, love that. Uh, one of my long-standing favorites is bao kha, the beef stew. That that's uh, with the bread. Yeah, you get it with the bread or the noodles. It's like a it's like a thick, robust brown beef stew. There's a place in Funyan, like right by here, uh, where they're only open from like maybe six in the morning to about noon. And but if you go early, they got the good cuts, and it's just like just tender cuts of beef, and they got carrot and peppers and onions. Oh man, it's so. All right, good, I'm going man. there. That sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. I need to get the address off you. I'll post okay. it in the notes of okay. the podcast if anyone wants to go okay. check it out. Yeah, it's in a little ham, like up up the street, nice. like. Uh, yeah. And that's the other amazing thing about Saigon, right? The hems, the laneways, like there's so much life that you go, like you can live somewhere or drive by somewhere, and you use the main street, and you just think it's a main street, and then something will take you up a hem, or you have a reason to go somewhere, and then you suddenly the life opens up, and there's a market, and there's food, and there's people, and it's. And then that's why I love when I come home, I have to drive through the market and it's just, I live in Vietnam, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so right, man. Sometimes I'll just, like when I move to a new neighborhood, I'll just get lost. I'll just drive yeah. through the hems just to idea. see what's around, you know. That's how I found that Mi Wang place, that's how I found this Bok Ha place. You know, just, just try, because I think I would say of all the business establishments in Viet, in, in Saigon, I would say a good 40 to 60% of them are is food. There's just restaurants, stands, like, you know, they got tons of Western stuff, if that's what you're into, whatever. But there's just food everywhere, mm-hmm. man, you know? So, yeah, it's a, it's a foodie haven, man. So that's... Sure. So Bokha would be my second. And then third would just be uh, just the... Biahoy seafood, like just go find a place on the canal here. There's one on Trung Sa, like right on the street where, where you live, like closer to uh, going towards Bintan. That uh, just sit down there and just have seafood, man. Just all kinds of seafood. Mok chinyon, which is like fried squid with like breading on it, with nook mam, like like a fish sauce next to it, and just 
clams and oysters and crab and fried rice and uh, and the Ramung Saotoy. Like you get like a like morning glory That's with garlic. One of garlic. my favorites, Ramung Saotoy. Yeah, oh, for sure. Man. And Tohu Chinsa. What's that? Tofu with chili lemon. Oh, yeah, 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 Sorry, yeah, my pronunciation yeah, is probably yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I'm, I've not had dinner yet. I'm starving now. Starving I'm too, so man. hungry. You're making us Let's move hungry. on. Yeah, it, I mean, there's a reason that pho is the most popular and most well-known Vietnamese food is because it's the best. Um, especially, like, you know, when I'm sick, a bowl of pho ga is better than any bowl of chicken noodle soup I've ever had in my life. Um, and the best way to prevent a hangover in Vietnam is to get a bowl of pho ba on your way home from the bar. It's fills you up nicely. It's, it's perfect. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I like noodles a lot. So like, you know, bun cha, uh, bun ba hue, bun tet nung, Like, those are all my go-to Vietnamese dishes. For me, on the way home, it's bop jin. I don't even know that. It's like the deep fried rice flour. Oh, okay. You had that? Seen that? That doesn't. Should get that. Yeah. So good. So fattening though. It's like yeah. it's like fried in like pork lard or something like no, that. No, that's it. I mean, like yeah. When I'm after I've had a lot to drink, like just the, the I wouldn't think of eating it, except for you know Western fast food, and this is this is also the best way to to avoid that is just go for the pho ba. Yeah. Only on like big bowl of broth, noodles, beef. Like, so top three number one pho. Yeah. Two three. Uh, Bun Tit Nung would be number two, and then yeah, Bun Cha. When I go to Hanoi, there's a great little place close to our tap from there. That's I've had buncha down here and it's good, but the the stuff in Hanoi is I mean that's where it's from. That's Buntinung Buncha are two of my favorites. They're really good. One of them is right next to Heart of Darkness. There's this outdoor and it's like a barbecue type. Like they bring you the little hot pots and you cook all your own stuff on it. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And so yeah. Um, and I think the other one was called Nam Giao, N-A-M-G-I-A-O. And that was the lunch place that that Nick took us to all the time. And it was, uh, oh man, this is some of the best food I've ever had in my life, uh, ever. And Do you know the, dish, the names of any of the dishes? No, goodness. I, he ordered, I didn't even say a word the entire time. He yeah. just ordered it. We had to unwrap a lot of them, like they were in the leaf, yeah. you know, in the like palm leaf or banana leaf or whatever it is. And so, yeah, and then, so I, when lately there's a little I'm pointing on a podcast right out in front of the hotel there's this little uh, banh mi and so when I went and had one yesterday a um, little Vietnamese sub and I gave her I thought she said 50,000 which would be you know uh, would be like four, three or four dollars Canadian so when I gave her the 50,000 she gave me change and it was 15 yeah, so yeah. it was 80 cents 85 cents for a little Vietnamese sub. It was great, and so I went and bought two today. And I mean, like a dollar sixty, a dollar seventy for it. So it's so, like that cheap. Blows your mind, right? Yeah. Because you'd happily pay fifty. Yeah, easily. I, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like three, four dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. Oh no, it's it's eighty-five cents. Oh, okay, no, that's good too. It's a tough question, this one, because there's a lot. <laughs> I, I do really like Vietnamese food. Um, I like to try. I, I'm probably the unpickiest eater I've ever met so I like to try new things now that is strange for an Englishman yeah <laughs> because yeah. I've got a colleague who's English and going out I've only been out for a couple of times but it's like is, is there chilies in that what's in yeah, that yeah. what does it taste like and he's like you know like many English people my, my mum is, is yeah, yeah my mum is, is probably would give him a run for his money I'm sure um, so I think I would go for uh, probably murdering the pronunciation here but Buntit Nun the, uh, the grilled pork 
Now that is funny because I, I don't know the correct pronunciation, but you might be murdering it because I learned so. recently. If you say <laughs> what you said, okay. you're saying horny oh. meat noodles. Okay. <laughs> so, nung yes. is horny. Grilled is nung. Maybe that's what I meant. <laughs> Have you not tried it? So um, apparently someone told a... Uh, Someone told a friend recently that it's the most common mistake that expats really? make, okay. and she overhears expats and expats asking for buntit nung, yeah. which is horny meat noodles <laughs> instead of buntit nung. Nung, okay. So you got to smile we, right, and okay. nung. There we go. There you I go. So you've been all, you, if you've been getting funny looks, yeah, that's yeah, why. I've got funny dishes as well. Why am I getting all these propositions? Yeah, yeah. And phone numbers. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Um, Bankankua if I've said that one correct it's the uh, I really like the thick noodles um, so udon noodles and Japanese food um, and that's made that's the thick noodles um, crab soup quite thick everything really um, big fan and I've, I eat probably bread or bread based things far too much um, so I'm very partial to a bambao um, the pork kind of steam bun um, yeah, big fan, big nice. fan. Yeah, they're pretty good. Top three, okay, so I like pho, I like uh, Boonbo Wei, and I probably like Kum Tom. I'd say that's probably the three that I eat the most. I love, because my girlfriend loves it, I think, Boonbo uh, Wei, which is similar to pho, but it's a little bit spicier, has a few more flavors. So yeah, I, I really love Boonbo uh, Wei. The other one is Boko, which is like the, the beef stew. You know, you can have it with noodles or bread. I, I really love that one. And um, thirdly, just the Vietnamese spring rolls. You know, in the rice paper, they're really good. You get the fresh herbs and vegetables in. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Me, personally, I love gum uh, tam. I grew up eating it. I spent my whole middle, middle school and high school years eating it for seven years straight, every morning. And for anyone mm. that doesn't know what's gum tam, it's like um, white rice, but when you um, how do you how do I put it how do I put this um, when you scrub the grains to get the the skin off the rice grains, some of the the grains actually get broken into little small pieces, and uh, Vietnamese we don't like that we like whole grain you know steamed rice so the broken little pieces you know um but we don't want to waste them either so we collect them and we call that broken rice mm. and we steam them just like regular white rice but it has a different texture so um we like sticky moist um you know cooked rice but the broken rice because because the grains are broken into little pieces so they tend to separate so a lot of Vietnamese don't like that I love it personally. <laughs> yeah, and so number two and three. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> two and three. I would say pho, but it's too typical. I, I don't. You I don't even. Pho, yeah. I don't even like that. I don't even like it that much. I. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm. Go, I don't go crazy for it. So what would be number one's come down? Second and third favorite foods. Favorite Vietnamese foods. That's a tough question, actually. I don't. Oh, um, I'm more into Japanese food these days, but Kamtam <laughs> is still at the top okay. of my list. Yes, but uh, if I have to pick a second, a third, I would yep. say um, a. Jesus, um, 
I never thought a Vietnamese person would struggle with this question so much. You lived in America for far too long. For me, it's everyday come down. I can, eat it, for, just I can eat it for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner, and right, we'll, supper, and everything. I'll accept that, and that's three meals. I really like Ban uh, Cha Hanoi, which is uh, really good. They like grilled meats and put this in this delicious sauce. Um, Ban Tit Noon, also kind of like similar to Ban Cha Hanoi, let's be honest. Um, one thing that I really like, and it's not a food stall, uh, it's at this one restaurant and they serve is um, soft shell crab with passion fruit sauce. It is so good. So they deep fried the soft shell crab because the soft shell, you can just eat the whole thing. You don't need to peel anything. And the passion fruit like sauce that they have on top is superb. This was very hard for me to come up with, but I think I've gotten a good three range. Um, my first one is Benjang Jong, and that's the cut of rice paper. That one, I would say, is like the flaming hot Cheetos of Vietnam. Like when I first tasted it, I my mind was blown. I'm like, it's sour, it's spicy, it's got herbs, I love it. If I had known about this as a child, I'd probably be dead now because this is all I would eat and I'd have no nutrients going into my body. But I love Benjang Jong. Can you describe it a bit? Yeah, so it's purchased off the streets and they get pieces of rice paper cut it up into strips and then you add um, unripe like shreds of unripe mango calamansi um, some spicy sauce and oil to it and I think like shrimp, shrimp salt yeah yeah I, I hate I hate the tiny little shrimp so I always ask for none of that and I'll put beef jerky in instead and then um, and then rao ram which is Vietnamese coriander and then it's just like shaken and eaten with chopsticks so you got to eat it fast before the rice paper gets too soggy but um, yeah it's just a nice street snack and I'm the type of person who eats rice paper plain like by myself just walking like my friends made fun of me because I brought some rice paper to the movie theater and I was just snacking on it like dry uh, so I have friends who eat like ramen noodles dry I, I do that too yeah I didn't know that was a thing I was like what especially are you doing especially when you pull the you know get a little spice in the packet season it up <laughs> but there's these things I'm, like we've talked about that seem so strange when you first get here like I saw this is my friend he's from England his girlfriend's Vietnamese and I saw him do it, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, this is, this, you eat noodles like this? And he obviously learned it from his girlfriend. And he's like, it's like eating a bag of chips. And yeah, like, it's like, like eating a bag of chips. Like, yeah, I guess so. Like, and then in other episodes, we've talked before about like having um, beef stew for breakfast. I don't know if mm-hmm. you had that, like baka. Mm-hmm. I had that this morning, and I just laughed to myself. I posted it on Facebook. I was like, I'm having beef stew for breakfast, but damn, it was good. Yeah, um, I... To go off of that story, yeah, I eat the ramen noodles, like, dry, right? And, like, raw. And once I saw one of my friends eating pasta dry, and I was like, you're disgusting. What the <laughs> fuck is that? And he's like, it's the same, like, what you do. And I'm like, no, that's nasty. Though, yeah, that nasty. You're just eating penne pasta from the bag. What? Why was he doing that? I don't know why he was doing it. I don't know. That's weird, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so dish one, Ben Chang yeah. Second dish is ban kang, and so I always have to be careful with that because there's a dish called ban kang, and I don't like ban kang, but I love ban kang. So <laughs> ban kang is a dish that has like the big fat tapioca noodles. I hate that dish, and it usually comes with crab because the crab parts are like, I just feel like it's not clean and it gets in your mouth. But anyway, but ban kang are these. Um, 
It's rice flour and it's poured into this like terracotta frame and grilled. I guess that like there's like a charcoal grill and they put a little quail egg in there. And so it's something that came from the Cham people of Vietnam. So you'll see it a lot in Fanti where it's from, but also in Nha Trang, Da Lac, they each have their own version. And so I didn't try it until I got to Da Lac for the first time. And I was like, it looks like mini little egg McMuffins. And I just thought like, what? This is a dish that's here in my parents' hometown and I've never had it and I've been missing it my whole life. It's really nice, especially when it's crispy and it's hot and you're in Delac and it's cold. And you can get a nice bowl of either the fish sauce with um, the unripe mangoes and some shumai pork sausages or you can get it with uh, mom, the fermented fish sauce that, or fermented fish paste that can go with it. So. That's a really nice dish, and I really like that it shows Vietnam's like different ethnic diversity and how that's like played a role in Vietnamese cuisine. And then my final dish that I really like, this is a Hue dish. I never knew it existed until I went to Hue, is Ban Koi. Uh, let me make sure I'm saying it right, because that's another dish that I always mispronounce, because people hear me and they're like, oh, you mean Ban Kot? And I'm like, no, not Ban Kot from Vung Tao. I'm talking about Ban Koi, which is like a Ban Sale, but it's thicker and it's crunchier. And it actually gave birth to the Ban Sale. So the Ban Sale is a descendant of Ban Koi, uh, which I prefer more than the Ban Sale. So those are three dishes I really like, Ban Jang Jong, Ban Kang, and Ban Koi. And Ben Khoi is pretty hard to find outside of Khoi. I found maybe like a couple places in Saigon that do it, but it's a very special dish for that. I'm so hungry now. Bun Tit Nung, Bun Cha, and Mi Wang. Mine would be pretty similar, yeah. There's one that I really, really like that is very specific, and that's that Tung Hung noodle place uh, on Chen Hung Dao. It's a Vung Tao noodle. Um, it's a pork rib broth um, and you choose between pork balls, dumplings and shrimp. I always get the the the, the dumpling is like the greasy bunch of pork inside it and, and the shrimp and you can get that bowl of noodles um, only at that place. So, you know, it's their own unique soup. Uh, that's one of my favorites. I love kaolau. If you've ever been to Hoi An that's my, my all-time favorite noodle dish in Vietnam. Um, and then I'm a, I'm a big fan of boko because it, to me it's, 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 it's home comfort food like beef stew, but it's, it's the Vietnam version. Well, you know, it has that anise and all those unique spices to it. So I, Have you heard us talk about this? This has come up actually a couple of times on the podcast in the past because uh, I think it was with Misha's episode because I was talking to Misha and seeing how I'd had boko for breakfast that day. And I was like, I just had beef stew for breakfast. Like, if you were back home, that would just seem so surreal. Right? Yeah, yeah. My first breakfast in Vietnam was fish cake. <laughs> I was oh, yeah? at 6 in the morning before going on a photo shoot with my friend Jake in Da Nang. Um, that wasn't my all-time favorite because I didn't really care for it for breakfast that much. <laughs> but I did have it for breakfast that day. And Jake was telling me this is a very common Vietnamese yeah. breakfast. It was just fish cake. You know, they mash the fish yeah. up and... Cut into little strips. I'm eating. What am I eating? The fish cake. Okay. It, it tasted just yeah. fine, but it was an odd breakfast.
I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease, and I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash smb just again for those hard of hearing nordvpn.com forward slash smb the link is also in the show notes i know nobody checks them out but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast as an affiliate partner it also means that i will get a small commission when you sign up but at no extra cost to you so not only will you be getting a great deal through seven million bikes you get a great vpn and you'll be supporting seven million bikes podcast Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.